This is Financially Free with Wellington Adams, featuring Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron and Simon provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Free with Wellington Adams with your hosts, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Free with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. If at any point you'd like to learn some more information, please give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online at wellingtonadams.com. If you're at the website, head on over to our radio page. You can check out our past shows there, as well as subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Today's show is titled Feelings and Finances. We're going to talk about how to keep your finances safe from your own emotional roller coaster. But first, as always, I am joined by our co-host, Tony Shore. How are you feeling today, Tony? I am so good. I feel great. Had a great week. How about you guys? Baron, how are you doing today? Doing excellent, Tony. Enjoying the beautiful weather that we had this past week and hoping that it continues on. Yep, it should. Ed Simon, what about you? You doing good? I'm doing so good it hurts, Tony. I can't <laughs> stop smiling today. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Are That's you, good. You, now, is that you because us, you're, just laughing? you're just laughing at us or just yeah. laughing at myself and those around me? We're just in a little bit of a giggly mood today. We're, yeah. we're in an emotional mood today. Yeah. We're talking about feelings and finances. There so I go. figured we should be in a good mood. Ah, and pay I'm that feeling forward. good. I'm wide awake and ready to go. There you go. Sounds good. Well, when it comes to you and your money, Tony, a lot of the topics we cover are, you know, they're fact-driven. We're always discussing things like retirement vehicles, uh, market performance, safe money versus at-risk money, just to name a few. So for this segment today, we're going to change things up a little bit and discuss feelings about finances. And we're going to tackle this uh, topic by talking about financial well-being and ways that we can help achieve it. All right. That sounds great. Uh, that sounds like a great topic. And now I get what we're talking about. But what do you mean when you say financial well-being? Is that just having a lot of money? Well, oftentimes people can confuse having wealth and having financial security. But let me explain how they're different. You could measure the wealth of your coworkers, friends, um, family by reviewing the accumulation of money or the positions that they have and then compare it with your own. But financial well-being is different. Being financially secure is it's being confident that you have enough resources to cover your financial needs. And it's going to be unique to everyone out there. It's never going to be the same for each individual. So let's take a moment to break that down a bit further and examine the characteristics of someone who is financially stable. 
For one, they have control over their daily, their monthly, and even their annual expenses. They typically have a budget that they refer to frequently, and a lot of their financial life is planned out and it's allocated to different expenses, even before the expense might arise. So they're always able to meet and overcome a financial shock that may land in their lap. So they're very, very well prepared for the unknown. Wow. So what would an example of a financial shock be? Well, Tony, you know what comes to mind when you say an example of a financial shock? Being in a foreign country halfway around the world and finding out you just had your wallet and passport pickpocketed. Ooh, ooh that would, that's not a good feeling. <laughs> There is a financial shock. <laughs> but, you know, as far as it relates to retirement planning, it could be anything from a drop in the market to an unforeseen medical expense. Oh, people are secure in their financial well-being. They don't really let those unexpected situations throw off their finances completely, put them off track, or let their emotions get carried away with them. This is largely because they tend to be on track to meet their financial goals in the first place and are confident in their understanding of that and keeping the big picture in perspective. Maybe they're saving for a down payment on our house or just simply squirreling away uh, money for retirement. But they have a plan that they're working and now they're working their plan. Finally, those with financial well-being often possess a certain amount of financial freedom that allows them to make decisions to help them enjoy their desired quality of life. Whether it's taking a family vacation or splurging on a favorite hobby, people with financial well-being have control over their finances. They can make choices to spend their money how they want to and not always how they have to, Tony. Well, making choices because you want something is obviously a lot better than because you have to do something. Is there a trick to getting that level of financial well-being? Well, Tony, that's a good question. Even though there are some common characteristics, at Wellington Adams, we realize this isn't a one-size-fits-all model. In order to get to a place of financial well-being, you may have to think about what you envision for your life, how you want to live, and the choices you need to make now in order to land there in the future. For some people, it's natural to keep on track of their financial well-being, but if you don't fall into that category, it might be useful to get into the habit of what we would call taking your financial emotional temperature. So when is a good time to do that, Baron? Well, maybe you need to be reminded to do it at an annual visit with your financial services professional. Uh -huh. Or or maybe it's I mean, quite frankly, we do go over it, you know, with the clients every year, sit down and see what they're uh, your particular situation is, if it's changed or anything like that. And it's really a good idea to do that. Um, or maybe it's a you know a good time, maybe during tax season, when you're meeting with your accountant, going over all of your numbers. Either way, Tony, it is good to find a time just to stop and reflect once every year or so and just analyze how you feel about your financial situation. If you need help starting this exercise, you might want to ask yourself questions like, over the last few months, how often did I feel joy, peace, um, satisfaction, or pride as it relates to my financial situation? You know, how many times have I done things that really made me feel good? Um, also, you might want to look at how many times in the last few months 
Have I felt negative emotions like stress or anger or helplessness in regard to my finances? When you start really kind of taking um, control, not control, but when you start taking notice of what you're feeling, it really may be able to help you determine what you need to do going forward. Well, those are some important questions. Absolutely, Tony. You know, once you have the answers to those types of questions, you're just one step closer to finding that financial well-being. Well, you know what? Our time is almost up for this first segment of the show. Is there anything else you guys want to share before we take a quick break? Well, Tony, we just want to thank the listeners once again for tuning in. It's always nice to get together with you and Baron and talk about some of these topics. And the emotions are a big one. So, you know, if you don't have a financial plan in place or if you want to do a review of your current one, give us a call, 855-793-2409. Or you can reach us on the website at wellingtonadams.com. We'd encourage you to do so, whether it's just to outline a plan and get things, get that ball rolling or to review the current one you have and make sure that you're on track so that you can have a comfortable, confident retirement. All right. Thanks. And listeners, stay tuned to listen and learn more about feelings and finance here on Financially Free Radio. There was a time when quality service was epitomized by face-to-face personalized attention. But technology has changed the world dramatically. These days, access to 24-7 online service has become equally, if not more, important. That's why we offer an online platform that makes managing your finances easier while putting powerful tools at your fingertips. Generational Vault allows you to consolidate your financial life into one place where you can organize, manage, and track your accounts, upload important documents, and view your financial information. All data is secured with an SSL certificate that uses a 2048-bit public encryption key, one of the strongest available, to ensure your financial life is kept protected. Whether you are in retirement or preparing for it, Generational Vault can be your new financial home. To learn more about this virtual safe deposit box, visit wellingtonadams.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Free with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. If at any point during the show you'd like to learn a little more information, give us a call, 855-793-2409, or visit us online at our website, wellingtonadams.com. Today, we've been discussing the connection between feelings and finances and how to pursue a sense of financial well-being. I really enjoyed that discussion in the first segment, Baron, and there was a lot there to absorb. And just as a reminder to our audience, uh, they can always uh, listen to each episode on the radio show page. It's Is it wellingtonadams.com? Yep. All right. And especially if there's something you didn't catch or want to hear again. Um, so now, Baron, where do you think negative feelings about finances come from for most people? Well, I think at the core of a lot of people's unhappiness when it comes to their finances are issues with things like keeping up with the Joneses. You know, consider how often you compare yourself to others or more importantly, think about who you're comparing yourself to. I mean, everyone's situation is different. So if you're comparing what you have to others, it may not be an accurate comparison. You know, whether it's friends, family, neighbors, or coworkers, how often are these comparisons negative? Is it commonly, excuse me, 
it's commonly said that comparison is a thief of joy. And I really think that applies to finances as well. You know, be proud of what you have accomplished and enjoy them instead of always comparing them to someone else. Well, I, for one, don't want anybody stealing my joy. (laughs) Oh, that's true, Tony. Another point to consider is who you look up to regarding your finances. Is there someone that you admire for how they balance their work uh, and their life or, or how they manage stress? Something you may want to consider when it comes to achieving financial well-being is choose a role model that's you know, that shares the values that you'd like to mold your life around and maybe someone who makes wise financial choices. Making that conscious decision to think through your financial life and what a comfortable financial well-being means to you can be overwhelming. If you choose to work with a trusted financial professional, they can help you in creating financial plans that's going to work for your own individual unique situation. Well, what else does a financial services professional consider when looking at financial well-being? Well, Tony, when it comes to having a financial well-being, we also want to spend some time talking about why this is important. As far as life stresses go, finances are very often at the top of that list. And while stress is a normal part of life and it's not completely avoidable, it can have some ramifications if it reaches unhealthy or prolonged levels. Earlier in the episode, we mentioned that financial well-being was the ability to make decisions that allow you to enjoy life more. So, of course, it makes sense that being secure in your finances contribute to your overall emotional well-being as well. Right, and I bet that feeling insecure with finances can have the opposite effect. Yeah, on the flip side, we probably all have real-life examples of times when our finances were not on the right track, and it impacted our overall sense of well-being. When we don't have a sense of over, overall emotional well-being, sometimes we can make choices that are derived from that fear and anxiety that comes along with it, and it'll bring on a negative toll. Another consideration is our relationships with family and friends. You know, many people would probably agree that these relationships are more important than their finances. But I think at one point or another, many of us have let our finances affect those close relationships. Yeah, and that's a big deal. I'm sure that's true for most of us. Finances can cause division, even if it's simply trying to pick up the check for a dinner amongst friends, right? Well, that's true, Tony. A lot of times when Simon and I go out for dinner, though, he gives the old fake rooney for it, you know. <laughs> and, um, when where the check is comes, that wallet? <laughs> just before the check comes, he gets up and goes to the bathroom. Yeah, he claims that he come out for yeah, about fifteen minutes. Yeah, he claims that he was in Europe and his wallet got stolen or something like that, you know. <laughs> now, but really seriously, for individuals uh, with a strong sense of financial well-being, it might be easier to just feel at peace and fully appreciate the relationships and the life that you have. When we feel secure and stable emotionally, we generally make much wiser and more calculated financial decisions. You're taking the emotion out of the equation. When you have emotional distress, it can cause a lot of poor financial decisions. And this is often why you know, we joke around about people buying fancy sports cars during their, you know, quote unquote, midlife crisis. 
when their emotions aren't in check, people, they're susceptible to making, you know, reckless or impulsive decisions. I'm not saying buying a fancy sports car is a a reckless decision, but it probably (laughs) is an impulsive one. And these kinds of decisions can negatively affect their financial future. Yeah, that ties in with emotional investing, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. In fact, in our next segment, we're going to look at some ways to avoid making emotional investments using an article from thebalance.com entitled, How to Avoid Making Emotional Investments. Well, sounds like a great plan. Do you have any closing comments before we take a quick break here? Well, you know, Tony, at Wellington Adams, our planning process is truly to provide our clients with clarity, knowing that they'll have a comfortable retirement that they've worked hard for and to help avoid those negative emotions that come along with the stress of not being prepared. We'd encourage the listeners today to give us a call at 855-793-2409 or reach out to us on the website, wellingtonadams.com and take advantage of that complimentary retirement plan that we've discussed. If you already have one in place, we'll review it and make sure that you're on track. And for those that haven't started that process or don't have a written plan, we'll help you outline that and make sure that you're on track to meet those retirement goals. Thanks. And we'll be right back with those ways to avoid emotional investments here on Financially Free Radio. Legacy planning is an important piece of your financial puzzle and an important part of what you will leave behind for future generations. That is why we give our clients the From the Heart Journal and a guide on IRA and legacy planning. The From the Heart Journal was created for the benefit of your family and loved ones. It will let you document and explore future financial wishes. The IRA and Legacy Planning Guide will help protect your retirement assets from mistakes. Both of these helpful resources are available in the Retirement Income Toolkit. The toolkit will give you the information you need to help secure your retirement. All you need to do to get your complimentary copy is visit our website at wellingtonadams.com or call us at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, 855-793-2409. Again, that's wellingtonadams.com or call us at 855-793-2409. Get your copy today. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment of this show on Financially Free. My name is Baron Fitzgerald. I'm with Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. If at any point during the show you'd like to learn some more information, give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online, wellingtonadams.com. If you're at the website, go head on over to our radio page. Um, We have all of our past shows there that you can take a listen to if you missed any of them previously. Today's episode has been about feelings and finances. And just before the break, we were going to dive into uh, an examination of emotional investing. Uh, As Simon had mentioned earlier, the resource for this uh, portion of the show is from thebalance.com, and the article is titled, How to Avoid Making Emotional Investments. So what are the ways that article recommends then, Baron? Well, Tony, there are four things that the article mentions that we want to discuss today. The first one that caught our attention was put your investment plan in writing. I think this is really super important, especially when you just have something written down and you can actually take a look at it. Having a plan written ahead of time can just give you a touchstone to calm your emotions during a downturn in the market or when the market is exceedingly volatile. I mean, the reality is is that 
volatility in the market is normal. Now, we also are very emotional creatures, so you know it's normal for us to get upset. But if you have a plan put in place, that's going to help temper those emotions because you're looking at a long-term plan. This plan should also include what you should do and what you shouldn't do when the markets are impacting your emotions. We're all taught to buy low and sell high, yet inevitably, when we let our emotions take over, we wind up doing the exact opposite. We buy high and we sell low. Not good. So the written plan then is kind of like having a fire drill or a tornado drill. If something major occurs, you've already decided or planned on what to do. That's right, Tony. I mean, that's actually a really good way of putting it. You, know, you ha already have something set in place to kind of prepare yourself for those uncertainties. That plan or strategy will likely be impacted by the next suggestion from the article, know some market history. It can be useful to know that markets often cycle between bear and bull markets. I mean, I mentioned it before, that's common for a market to have volatility. In any given one year, you can see swings of five to 10% two or three times in that year. Um, so what you're experiencing in any given moment is just one bar of measure in a long score of music. You know, keeping in mind that this is just one part of the system which might help you write out the minor notes of a downturn. According to a Yahoo Finance uh, article, in the past seven market declines of 30% or more, the market has rebounded on average 90% in the following two years. I mean, if that doesn't scream out to you to wow. you know not not get emotional and and you know sell when the market's going down, I don't know what will. I mean, it's a perfect example of why it can be better in the long run to not let your emotions overtake your long-term thought process and your plan. Because you're aware of market history, you can then take advantage of the next tip: don't check your portfolio too often. <laughs> um, you can't live and die with every moment of the market. Um, checking every day can just drive you absolutely nuts with anxiety. I mean, I don't even look at the market every single day at every single moment. You have a long-term horizon. You want to focus on the end goal and don't check your portfolio every hour or every day. You know, remember the TV shows, they're trying to make revenue by talking about short-term news. You know, they want the sizzling news uh, story. You know, Tony, it's not typically riveting show topic if you're talking about long-term planning and long-term investing. It doesn't sell a lot. So they're always talking about that short-term situation that's going on right at that moment. Well, is there a way to monitor your portfolio without checking it each day? That's a good question, Tony. And there are many different products and services that you can use to monitor your portfolio and alert you to the large-scale changes in values. At Willington Adams, we provide the clients with the uh, Generational Vault, which is a tool to help monitor your financial picture in one safe digital location. The Generational Vault is available 24-7, anywhere that you have internet access. And it can also be set up to alert you of your portfolio changes in value so that you don't have to consistently be checking them day in and day out. It'd be impossible to protect yourself from all unexpected trials that might come your way, but there are certainly attitudes and biases that can often prevent you from acting in your own best interest that you should be aware of. So remind us of what some of those attitudes and biases are again, Simon. Well, as we mentioned, 
You know, there's a tendency of investors to react much more strongly to negative news than positive news out there. And in the same sense, we will also tend to put off much of our focus on what is happening by the way of current news and events instead of looking at everything from a larger big picture perspective. Regardless of the state of the economy, it might be smart to think long term and how this current period fits into your overall financial plan, not just become overwhelmed with the current state of things. It can also be productive to avoid following the herd mentality when buying or selling. Simply because it's what everyone else seems to be doing doesn't necessarily make it right. This tends to be the time when investors buy securities at the top prices because things have been doing well for so long, or they sell them well below their values at a temporary low because we're panicking and, as Baron pointed out, reacting to those headline stories. Right. Uh, this certainly has been an illuminating discussion on feelings and finances. Yes, it has. Thanks very much, Tony. <laughs> I hope you and our listeners can really take something out of our show today and just have a better understanding of the importance of financial well-being. With the help of the right financial services advisor, you can create a strategy that can help your finances and income plans stay on course. Well, as usual, the time just flew by, and now our time is up for this week's show. Is there any additional information you'd like to share with us before we go today? No, Tony, just as always, we welcome everyone to please visit our website, wellingtonadams.com, um, or call our office, 855-793-2409. For all of the listeners out there, we'd be happy to sit down with you and provide a complimentary income plan. Um, either one to start if you haven't done it already, or as Simon mentioned earlier, review one if you already have one in place to make sure that you're on track. We're really dedicated to providing you with information that's going to help you make those sound decisions. And again, just build your retirement on a solid foundation. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Free Radio with our host, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hillier. Thank you for listening to Financially Free with Wellington Adams. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government when it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. 
At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the Color of Money, which is located inside our Retirement Income Toolkit. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary Retirement Income Toolkit at wellingtonadams.com or call us at 855-793-2409. That number again is 855-793-2409.